Thanks, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, brothers and sisters. I welcome us to today's devotional on iron sharpens iron. Trust our night was restful. Um, today is first of August. Glory, hallelujah! The very first day in the month of August. We thank God for this day. We'll start a new reading from the book of Colossians. Uh, we'll be reading chapter 1 and chapter 2 from the contemporary English version. I read, From Paul, chosen by God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, and from Timothy, who is also a follower, to God's people who live in Colossae and have faithful followers of Christ. I pray that God our Father will be kind to you and will bless you with peace. Each time we pray for you, we thank God, the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ. We have heard of your faith in Christ and of your love for all God's people. Because what you hope for is kept safe for you in heaven. You first heard about this hope when you believe the true message, which is the good news. The good news is spreading all over the world with great success. It has spread in this same way among you. Ever since the first day you learned the truth about God's wonderful kindness from our good friend, Epaphras, he works together with us for Christ and his faithful workers for you. He is also the one who told us about the love that God's Spirit has given you. Verse 9 We have not stopped praying for you since the first day we heard about you. In fact, we always pray that God will show you everything He wants you to do and that you may have all the wisdom and understanding His Spirit gives. Then you will live a life that honors the Lord 
and you will always please him by doing good deeds. You will come to know God even better. His glorious power will make you patient and strong enough to endure anything and you will be truly happy. I pray that you will be grateful to God for letting you have part in what he has promised his people in the kingdom of light. God rescued her from the dark power of Satan and brought us into the kingdom of his dear son who forgives our sins and sets us free. Christ is exactly like God who cannot be seen. He is a firstborn son, superior to all creation. Everything was created by him, everything in heaven and on earth, everything seen and unseen, including all forces and powers and all rulers and authority. All things were created by God's son and everything was made for him. God's Son was before all else, and by Him everything is held together. He is the head of this body, which is the church. He is the very beginning, the first to be raised from death, so that it would be above all others. God Himself was pleased to live fully in His Son, and God was pleased for Him to make peace by sacrificing His blood on the cross so that all beings in heaven and on earth would be brought back to God. 21. You used to be far from God. You thought, your thought made by his enemies, and you did evil things. But his son became a human and dead. So God made peace with you, and now he lets you stand in his presence as people who are holy and faultless and innocent, but you must stay deeply rooted and firm in your faith. You must not give up the hope you received when you heard the good news. It was preached to everyone on earth, and I myself became a servant to this message. 24. I am glad I can suffer for you. I am pleased also that in my own body, I can continue the suffering of Christ for his body, the church. God's plan was to make me a servant of his church and to send me to preach his complete message to you. For ages and ages his message was kept secret from everyone, but now it has been explained to God's people. God did this because he wanted you, Gentiles, to understand his wonderful and glorious mystery. And the mystery is that Christ lives in you and is your hope of sharing in God's glory. 28. We announce the message about Christ and we use all our wisdom to warn and teach everyone so all Christ followers will grow and become mature. 29. The last verse. This is why I work so hard and use the mighty power it gives me. Amen. Chapter 2 I want you to know what a struggle I am going through for you, for God's people in Laodicea, and for all of those followers who have never met me. I do it to encourage them. Then as their hearts are joined together in love, they will be wonderfully blessed with complete understanding 
and they would truly know Christ. Not only is it the key to God's mystery, but all wisdom and knowledge are hidden away in Him. I tell you these things to keep you from being fooled by fancy talk. Even though I am not with you, I keep thinking about you. I am glad to know that you are living as you should and your faith is in Christ is strong. You have accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord. Now keep on following him. Plant your roots in Christ and let him be the foundation for your life. Be strong in Christ. Be strong in your faith just as your thought were. And be grateful. Don't let anyone fool you by using senseless argument. This argument may sound wise, but they are only human teachings. They come from the powers of this world and not from Christ. God lives fully in Christ, and you are fully grown because you belong to Christ, who is over every power and authority. Christ has also taken away your selfish desires, just as circumcision removed flesh from the body. And when you were baptized, it was the same as being buried with Christ. Then you were raised to life because you had faith in the power of God who raised Christ from death. You were dead because you were sinful and you were not God's people. But God let Christ make you alive when he forgave all our sins. 14. God wiped out the charges that were against us for disobeying the law of Moses. He took them away and nailed them to the cross. There Christ defeated all powers and forces. He let the whole world see them being led away as prisoners when he celebrated his victory. Don't let anyone tell you that you must eat or drink. Don't let them say you must celebrate the New Moon Festival, the Sabbath, or any other festival. These things are only a shadow of what was become or what was to come. But Christ is real. 18. Don't be cheated by people who make a show of acting humble and who worship angels. They brag about seeing visions, but it is all nonsense because their minds are filled with selfish desires. They are no longer part of Christ, who is the head of the whole body. Christ gives the body its strength and he uses his joints and muscles to hold it together as it grows by the power of God. 20. You died with Christ, now the forces of the universe don't have any power over you. Why do you live as if you had to obey such rules? Don't undo this. Don't taste that. Don't touch this. After these things are used, they are no longer good for anything. So why be bothered with the rules that humans have made up? 23, which is the last verse. Obeying these rules may seem to be the smart things to do. They appear to make you love God more and to be very humble and to control over your body, but they don't really have any power over our desires. May the Lord bless the reading of this word to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. The word of God is yes and amen, people of God. The word of God is yes and amen. And, you know, the reason why this word is here for us is 
to guide us, to help us know the truth, and to set us free indeed. Which is why we have to consistently be with it with his word to learn to know all god wants from us you know and uh, a, a lot of christians have made you know christianity a big deal but you know studying the word we can see that you see how god is asking of us is not it's not it's not it's not food it's not drink it's not all of these things that the word is saying or we're hearing here and there it's just a very simple word follow me trust me believe in my word walk with me why i'm real you know and i pray the lord will help us to obey his word to do his will and to live our life to please him in jesus name amen happy new month people of god and have a blessed week i'll see you tomorrow by god's grace bye